This is episode number 241, and today I'll explain why being others-focused is essential to your success. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned Bible teacher. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical Christian training. So as you are starting down this path of creating your new blog, podcast, YouTube channel, or ministry, you will inevitably face a very sneaky adversary. It's something that, something that just comes on you and, and you don't even see it coming. And I know this from personal experience because I have dealt with this time and time again. And it's a simple shift where when you start, it's a very selfless endeavor. You have in mind very clearly the kind of person you are trying to help. And then over time, that thing, that project, that ministry turns into something selfish, where you are more concerned with how the people that you are affecting can benefit you rather than the other way around. And when that becomes the case, whatever you're doing will fail. It is just a matter of time. Whenever that relationship switches and you are more concerned with how you can use people to benefit yourself rather than how you can pour yourself out in service to others, whatever you're doing will fail. So here is how you guard against that shift. Here is how you stay grounded and rooted in your initial purpose and reason for starting. And I want to do that by reading one of my favorite passages, which I'm surprised that I haven't already read this yet, uh, thinking back on previous episodes. And then I want to break down what it means in the context of our discussion. So in Luke chapter 17, starting verse 7, Jesus says this, Suppose one of you has a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Will he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, Come along now and sit down to eat? Won't he rather say, Prepare my supper, get yourself ready, and wait on me while I eat and drink, and after that you may eat and drink? Will he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. Man, I love that passage. Ah, so rich. All right, so let's let's dive into this. So so what this passage illustrates so well, and something that I really try and embody in my own life, is this posture of humility that I think we all need to strive for. Right? So this is this is a story, this is a parable that Jesus is telling, and he he gives this dichotomy, he gives this very distinct separation between the master of the house and their servants. And it's not brains, it's, it's not rocket scientists, it's not brain surgery to recognize that we are the servants and God is the master, right? God is the one that runs the house and we are only doing our duty when we are working in service to him. So everything that you have and everything that you do as a Christian is in service to God. And if God has put something on your heart and you are responding to it by moving forward and creating something of value to others, that is done 
in service to God. Not as a way of elevating yourself, not as a way of scratching the itch of your ego, but because you are only doing your duty. You are only responding in a way that is natural and makes sense when you have this posture of humility, when you have this posture of deferring honor and glory to God and not seeking to keep it for yourself. And when you have this crystal clear understanding that the thing you're trying to build is in service to God and his people, then you are not subconsciously looking for a way to become the master or be treated as the master, right? That's the first part of this passage, this parable, you know, where he says, you know, will the master say to the servant when he comes in from the field, come along now and sit down to eat, making him an equal to the master? He's like, no, 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 that's not how this relationship works. And so when you have this posture of humility, of deferring glory and honor to God and remembering our actual role, then you are just so grateful, so grateful to be useful for God's purposes. And when you can get there and stay there, then you will be able to kind of guard against that slippery slope of turning what is a selfless, servant-hearted endeavor into something that is selfish and self-centered. Does that make sense? Now, just to kind of wrap this up, you know, I just think about uh, someday in the future that I'm really looking forward to when God will, you know, welcome me into paradise and say, well done, good and faithful servant, come and share your master's happiness. That is something I look forward to set, to hearing him say, not well done, good and faithful spiritual rock star, not well done, good and faithful, you know, podcaster extraordinaire, well done, good and faithful servant. And when we can maintain the proper posture as that humble servant, you will be able to honor God with whatever it is that you create. That is it for today. If you like what you heard, make sure to leave a review in Apple Podcasts and join the podcast Facebook group to connect with the rest of the podcast squad and let me know what you want me to talk about in future episodes. Special thanks to all of my patrons who help keep this podcast ad-free. And if this podcast has made an impact in your life, please pass it along to a friend. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.